0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to the only sports betting podcast where our experts select the best bets from anywhere in the world of sport and cover each event in under 90 seconds. This is Bet Bites, the bite-sized betting podcast. Welcome to Bet bites once again for another week of your betting action hints, tips and advice. Yes, we'll go through all the major sporting events of this weekend. There is Nations League Football. It continues and continues. We've got England in action, we've got Wales in action and we've got Scotland facing the Republic of Ireland too. There's cricket with the Badger. There's Super League with the guys from 4020. Uh, and we've got some Formula One with Lee Stevens. And finishing off, we'll have the horse racing two ahead of Royal Ascot starting next week. Some special podcasts, some special bet bites throughout next week, which are to look forward to. But for now, we'll kick off with the Nations League. This is Bet Bites.
2: You're listening to Bet Bites, the bite size betting podcast. My name is Gavin
3: from Sports Better Media and I'm looking at England at home to Italy. Bottom versus top of Group 3, League A of the Nations League. Now, outright, England are odds on everywhere to win. But not for me, no, no, and no again. England have not beaten Italy in any of their last seven competitive meetings. With The last win for the three Lions in a competitive game against Italy being all the way back in 1977, a 2-0 win. In a world cup qualifier to put that into perspective i was six months old this game has draw written all over it 1-1 in the euro final last year three of the last four competitive meetings between these two nations have been draws two of them nil nil and the last two friendlies between england and italy have both been draws both 1-1 that's my pick draw 12 to 5 in lots of places i'm going for 1-1 at 11-2 Last quick bet for big price, England have won the first half in the last two games against Italy, with Italy equalising in the second half. England lead at half-time, draw at full-time, is 16-1 to in a number of places. Small stakes, worth a play. Please gamble responsibly.
2: Essential information without the waffle. You're listening to Bed Bites, the bite-sized betting podcast. I'm sports broadcaster Naz Premji looking ahead to the game between Republic of Ireland and Scotland. These are two pretty poor teams at the moment. Republic of Ireland losing two Nations League games already. Uh, They lost to Ukraine and they lost to Armenia. Of course, Scotland lost a crucial World Cup playoff semi-final to Ukraine before going on to beat Armenia 2-0. I look at the two coaches, Stephen Kenny and Steve Clark. I think Steve Clark will just have the better tactical nous and he might just get the better of Stephen Kenny. I know it's been 22 years since the Republic of Ireland lost to Scotland in Dublin, but I think this could be another occasion. I think Scotland a great value for the victory around the 9 5 mark. I think a defender may get on the score sheet as well. How about Anthony Ralston to score any time? The Celtic defender scored in their win against Armenia. I think he could score again. He's 12 1 any time, but for me, it's Scotland all the way and the Tartan Army to do the business in Dublin. Marking your card for the weekend and beyond. This is Bet Bites, the bite-sized betting podcast.
4: Hi, I'm Dave Timble and I'm previewing Wales versus Belgium. So, Wales got it right on the big night when they beat Ukraine to qualify for the World Cup for the first time since 1958, but either side they've lost to Poland and the Netherlands in the Nations League. So, are they taking this competition seriously? That said, they only lost to late goals in both those games and both times they fielded weakened sides, so don't write them off too quickly. Belgium have had two extremely contrasting results so far, both at home. They were thrashed for one by the Netherlands and booed off. But they hit back in style in midweek to hammer Poland 6-1, scoring five second half goals. The Belgians are favourites at 1.95, but Wales have a great record in Cardiff. Let's not forget that. And with a few first teamers back, I'll take them to grab a point. Wales are four for the win, but it's the draw
5: I like at 3.66. Ahead of the international break next week, there's two more televised Super League fixtures kicking off on Friday night with the Challenge Cup winners, Wigan. They travel to Salford, winning at Castleford last week. Salford, just not the team that you want to be on with at the moment. And uh, 10 point handicap for Wigan. I will take that all day. Wigan minus 10 at Salford for me. And then on Saturday, it's the Catalan Dragons versus Hull FC. Hull are a really difficult team to work out. Catalan's lost at Hull earlier in the season by 14 points to 8. I don't think that'll happen again. Hull lost to Wakefield, ending their long losing streak at the weekend in Golden Point extra time, throwing away a 12-point lead. Got to be with the Catalans, and they are more than fine on the handicap minus 10 as well. So Wigan Catalans handicap double. For more rugby league, check out 4020 online.
2: You're listening to Bet Bites, the bite-sized betting podcast. Subscribe to BetBite and you'll get this podcast delivered every Friday morning
0: just in time to make your weekend selections.
6: Hello, I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and there's eight matches in the T20 Blast Cricket on Friday night in England. I'm going to select three of these, and the first one sees Durham in eighth place in the Northern Group, taking on high-riding Lancashire. They're top of the table. Lancashire won their last five games in the competition. Durham have lost their last three. Tim David for Lancashire, arguably the best overseas signing of the summer. 264 runs for him at a strike rate of 187.23. With Matthew Parkinson, Liam Livingston, and Richard Gleaston all going at eight or under per over with the ball. Lancashire have got to be the play in that one. Somerset take on Kent in the Southern Group. Somerset in second in the table, won four of their last five. Kent are in ninth, bottom place, the defending champions. They've lost four of their last five matches. And for Somerset, Riley Russo has been another great overseas signing. He's rivalling Tim David, 278 runs at 92.66 average. Will Smead also has been superb with the bat, the left-hander. 200 runs at 176.99 strike rate, a all-round bowling attack. The Cidermen are the play to beat Kent. And finally, Essex in third place in the Southern group, taking on Middlesex in sixth place. Middlesex have lost their last three matches, but for Essex, Matt Critchley and Simon Harmer, they've been the two stars, six wickets, and Critchley has also scored 179 runs, a strike rate of 150.42. Essex are going to be just a little bit too strong. Take Lancashire, Somerset and Essex, so you've got a four or five to one treble on your betting slip.
2: We are committed to responsible gambling. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.
4: Hey, it's Lee from the Hot Lap F1 podcast. It's the Azerbaijan Grand Prix this weekend. It's difficult to look past anyone that isn't a Red Bull or Ferrari, to be perfectly honest, especially Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen. But given, this, uh, given Perez is just coming off the back of his win in Monaco, he's going to be up for it. I think Red Bull kind of have to allow him to race a little bit harder as well, because if he was to come off a win and then be sacrificed for Max Verstappen, I don't think it would look particularly good for them. Um, So I personally think the straight line speed of the Ferrari is going to be difficult for the Red Bull to beat, especially with Charles Leclerc's qualifying pace. If If he gets ahead of Max Verstappen, I think there's going to be very little stopping him coming away with the win. Again, we have a rejuvenated Mercedes that seemed to have fixed the porpoising problem. Um, George Russell, if I remember rightly, was particularly rapid in a straight line um, the race before Monaco. So I'll be interested to see how they get on, especially with these long straights that you have in Baku. You're getting 20 to 1, easy odds uh, for from places for both Hamilton and George Russell I think if you checked out what the odds for them to get a podium that might be a good bet but if you can get any decent odds on Charles Leclerc I think that might be the bet this weekend
2: this is Bet Bites every major betting event for the weekend each covered in 90 seconds or less
0: welcome to the horse racing segment of this week's uh, podcast as it's a, a bit of a lower key uh, weekend but it is the weekend before Royal Ascot. We have still got action from the likes of York, Chester and Sandown but York will be the main focus uh, where we've got one selection running in the UK uh, this weekend. Pisanello is that selection in the 450, the penultimate race of the York card. Uh, Pisanello has been an eye catcher on multiple occasions uh, this season including when winning at Beverly uh, four starts ago. Beat Casserly came from uh, a fairway back and against the bias as well uh, ran a good race when third in the Cunt Cup but last time around was an eye catcher as well uh, when hampered at uh, Ripon things didn't exactly go to plan I love the switch to York I think this is really going to be a track that Pisanello can uh, really excel from stall one over this sort of trip that's no issue either I think Pisanello will take a fair bit of beating in the York 450 and then we're going to wait quite a while for the 11.44 at Belmont Park. Uh, that's the Belmont Stakes, the final leg of the Triple Crown, where we're not gonna have a Triple Crown winner, but. We will at least have the uh, Kentucky Derby winner in there, Rich Strike, but we'll take him on. I I love Mo Donegal in this. I've loved him for months in this race, ever since he ran a a blinder to win the the Wood Memorial a couple of starts ago. He was fifth in the Kentucky Derby, didn't have the best trips that day. He stayed on a strong finishing fifth. I do think this trip will help, and also a return to New York will help uh, Mo Donegal. He'd be the best bet for me of the weekend. So Mo Donegal in the Belmont Stakes and at uh, York in the 450 will side with Pisanello. Back on Tuesday, previewing Royal Ascot alongside Andy Olney. See you then.
1: Luke is absolutely right. Bet Bikes will be back this Tuesday, previewing Royal Ascot. And Luke will be back alongside Andy Holding, looking ahead to all five days of the festival. But for now, my thanks to all our contributors today. Gav Puselovsky, Naz Premji, Dave Tindall, uh, the cricket fighter James Butler himself. Uh, also to Elise Stevens of the Hot Lap Formula One podcast and Richard right from the 4020 podcast as well not forgetting to finishing off with the horse racing segment. We're back next week on Tuesday. We're going to be all horses next week. It's Royal Ascot bet bites. Uh, please always gamble responsibly. Betgambleraware.org. This is a new Media production. See you next week.
0: Sport Social Podcast Network.